Hey, welcome back to Wisdom of Wise Women podcast. I'm your host, Christy Casey. I am so glad you're here, and I just want to welcome you. If this is your first time, thank you. If this is not your first time, also thank you. I am so thrilled to have all of you on this journey with me, and it's a huge honor to be in your home and in your ears and resonating with you in one way or another. So thank you for taking this time to hang and listen and be involved with this podcast. Um, Today, I am going to invite you to join me in the discussion of unleashing your inner healer that is today's topic and i'm pretty excited about it so we're gonna get into that shortly um i did want to mention that now that we are a little bit into april here in chicago we are seeing some spring signs beautifully and the grass is greening up Uh, The daffodils are coming up, we are seeing buds on the trees and signs of life everywhere. The birds are singing and we just have this feeling of awakening and change and transition into this new season. So it's a beautiful time and I would encourage you to take a moment wherever you are to just notice the nuance of spring and the boldness of it as well because we definitely have both and it's such an amazing thing to witness and the power of nature to rebirth itself in such a vibrant way is really so incredible so if you find yourself sort of feeling a little bleak or low and you think it might help you to be inspired by natural rhythm and the beauty of the outside world and of earth and her regenerative abilities, I highly encourage you to just step outside and have a look around, get close to the ground and see what you see, look up at the sky and watch the clouds move. It can be a really, really way, big, amazing, beautiful way to get lost in something that is far greater than the human experience so that's what I wanted to bring our minds to to start this off Um, and um, I don't really have a particular piece of notable astrology for this week but I did want to revisit the idea of a Saturn return Um, I think I talked about it some in a few episodes back and right now we have Saturn moving from Capricorn into Aquarius and it will retrograde back into Capricorn for a period of time but it will then station direct and move into Aquarius for quite a while Um, and what that really looks like is that Aquarius is the sign of the collective. It's an air sign. It's about thought and consciousness and the collective conscious as well as the collective unconscious and really talking about um, building community and being a worldwide body and being unified and doing 
things for each other and being um, in connection with one another and using using our connection to build something greater than ourselves so that's what Aquarius really focuses on and Saturn is like I had mentioned before the lord of karma and Saturn loves order Saturn is an earth sign so it's um, very much rooted in manifestation and bringing things into the physical plane and the other part of Saturn is that it like I was saying is the Lord of Karma and so when we have lessons in this lifetime that we need to learn Saturn will do everything in its power to throw up blocks and impediments and uh, cosmic two by fours to get us to learn these lessons right because Saturn likes order and alignment and we are not in alignment when we haven't worked through the lessons that life has been asking us to work through so um, if you are going into your 27th year you're experiencing your personal Saturn return like I was saying that will last until you're about 30 um, and right now we are experiencing definitely a collective Saturn return um, in that the sign of Aquarius represents the collective and the Lord of Karma is entering it. So I think it's pretty easy to see with what's happening in the world how we're being asked to show up differently and to learn our lesson and to turn towards each other and turn towards ourselves. So I would just invite you to get curious about this and if astrology is not really your jam or you don't feel all that interested in it that's quite all right but as I've also said before I would just encourage you to acknowledge even if it's only to yourself that we are all in this very vast unfathomable universe and we are quite small in comparison and these humongous energetic bodies that our planets and stars have tremendous potential to act on each other and they do act on each other so I just would love for you to acknowledge that we are part of something greater and more divine and more ordered and more magnificent than we can really get our heads around so um, much like the wonder of nature and her ability to heal and rebirth herself in the spring, looking at astrology and the planetary movement that way is also really beautiful and powerful So, and humbling. And being humble is a very strong way to be. Um, so I would encourage that. And that's pretty much all I want to say about that. So thank you for hanging out. We're going to move into jam time now and I will take you through a somatic meditation and close it up with some resonating questions for your week. So I will see you in a few minutes. Welcome to jam time and the topic this week is unleashing your inner healer and I'm gonna start this off by saying that we are all healers so we all have a healer to unleash and a healer for 
our purposes, the definition of a healer that I'm going to give is a healer is simply one that uses their power to bring restorative balance to someone. If it's yourself or someone else, it doesn't matter. You're using yourself in a healing capacity. So really, um, there's different ways and modalities of healing and... Um, we're not going to focus on any of those right now. We're going to focus on the, the ability to be a self healer and how we do that is first and foremost by, um, our taking on our own internal work and integrating that work. And that is a process, right? That is a lifetime commitment, um, we are on a healing journey from the moment we exit our mother's wombs and come into this world to the day that we take our final breath and exit this physical plane. And so what does that mean? Well, we all will come into this life with something different that we need to heal. And it can be to varying degrees of different, but a lot of our healing journey feels very similar for most of us. And we all experience trauma in our lives and we all experience loss and grief. And also, as we speak about this, my definition of trauma that I use is trauma is anything that happens to us that we weren't able to prepare for. So trauma can be a car accident or trauma can be... Uh, sudden bad news that we got out of nowhere, right? And both impact the body and the mind and the emotional body similarly, and the response in the brain is similar. Um, so it really comes into ourselves in a very similar way. So when we know that we all have trauma to heal, it makes us feel less like something is wrong with us and more like, oh, this is just the way it is. Because really, it is the way it is. And because that is the way that it is, we also have this innate ability to meet this challenge and be our own healer. And that starts with trusting our bodies to provide all that is necessary in order for us to be healed. So if we are working through emotional uh, issues or blocks, then we can trust that our minds and our hearts are strong enough to take us through that. And when we are going through physical illness, we can trust that our bodies are strong and that they are wired in a way that they can resist and overcome things that enter it that shouldn't be there or things that have developed as a result of something else that has impacted the body or the energetic body, such as trauma. Um, because from a clinician standpoint as well, and most clinicians will agree, um, that mental health is the marking of the ability to be physically healthy. So mental health is the is what starts our physical health and when we are out of balance with our emotions or our feelings then we tend to slip out of balance physically as well and we start to see symptoms in the body and that is why when we practice somatics 
um, and feeling into the body and feeling where our emotions take place, we are able to do something really healing for our bodies by navigating those sensations and understanding where they are before they manifest into physical illness. So somatics is a really, really important piece of our integrative journey. And when we take the time to look into healing our lives in all these different areas, energetically, emotionally, physically, spiritually, when we get into all those different facets, um, making sure that all parts of the whole are being integrated in the process is really, really important. And we're able to do that because we innately have been designed to be able to do that. So we are all on a self-healing journey, like I was saying, and it's important to just trust in your body and trust in all of you to be able to hold yourself on your healing path. And by knowing that that's what we are designed to do, because it's also part of what we're here to do, um, I think that that really bolsters our ability to sort of do this trust fall with ourselves. And it can seem a little bit um, overwhelming when we're faced with something uh, big that we might not know if we can handle, but we can handle it. And when we give ourselves that boost of, I have everything I need inside and I have the ability to be my own healer and I trust my body to be able to heal it, then the body feels that and it feels that connection and it feels um, like it is being welcomed to do what it's designed to do. So that is part of how we heal ourselves. And um, for those of us who work with a healing modality, um, and even for those of us who don't but want to help others, there's this old adage and it goes, healer, heal thyself. And that means that healing is an inside job. So before we take our healing to others and we try to help them on their journey, it's important to be able to go first inward and take a look and take stock of our own healing journey and be curious about it and be willing to move forward with it and then be able to start working with others and see ourselves as part of someone else's healing journey but also we're on our own healing journey and I think that it's a really interesting thing for people like me who um, maybe they're a massage therapist I'm a Reiki practitioner so I work with uh, energetic work um, but if you're a body worker or anybody like that who's in a position of receiving the the title of healer um, to know that we are most effective with other people when we first heal ourselves right because when we've gone through or continue to go through our healing process we can take that energy and that power that we have in a much much bigger way because we've developed it in a deeper way inside of ourselves and then we can take it to the people in our community that we're working with to try to heal and this also goes for people who are non-body workers or energy workers or anything like that it can it goes for everybody really like 
when you have taken the time to get on your own healing journey and do some of the work around what's being asked of you to heal in this lifetime, you can empathize with others so much more and you can be deep with them in their own pain and in their own trauma and help them in ways that either you were helped or you were able to help yourself and you can offer that to others in a really big and expansive way because you've done that work, right? And others will be able to do that for you along the way because let's be honest, we don't want someone who has never sat with their own um, grief to try to coach us through our grief, especially when it's really deep grief. Um, they can't really hold that space open because they don't, they haven't made that space inside of themselves yet, right? And um, if I'm looking to heal someone on an energetic level, but my energy is not aligned, I'm, I'm probably not going to do a, a powerful aligned job because how can I? I'm coming from something that's out of alignment, right? So Really, um, all I'm saying here, and I think I'm saying several things, but my point is that we really have to be willing to own our own position in our lives as our own healers and take that work internal before we start to take it externally. And that has been a really, really big part of my journey for sure because if I'm asking to have the trust of others and be able to hold space for them while they work through their deep internal work, I have to do that work myself, right? And I can't lead from an authentic place if I don't, right? So this journey has been incredibly profound for me and the way that I'm able to relate to people now Um, as I've processed through some really dark, deep um, things in myself, um, has changed drastically. It really has. And people feel that and they sense that. And that's that's where we want to be, right? Like we want to draw in that trust. But that trust has to first be established with ourselves. So when we can first give our trust to ourselves to say, you can heal you, you can do this, and then we do it, then we can say that very same thing to the people in our lives who may need some support on their healing journey, right? Like we can tell them, hey, you have what you need inside of you. I'm here to support you and you can do this. They will really find solace in that and find fortitude in that. And we will also find solace and fortitude in that in ourselves because we'll know without a doubt, yeah, man, I did that work and that work was deep and it hurt and a lot came up and out, but I am, I am in such a better, more restored place because of it. And I know myself better now and I understand myself better now and I can relate to myself differently and it's changing the way that I relate to others And that healing journey really does shift and shape and reform us into a more um, whole state. And it's not that we aren't whole to begin with, we are, but we don't necessarily feel whole. 
And when we take on our healing work and we start to really move through it rather than moving away from it, that's when we really start to notice our wholeness. And it's so powerful. And people will notice that as well. And um, that's that's huge, right? Like that's a huge thing that we can do for ourselves. And when we, when we heal ourselves and we invite our healing process, we also invite others to heal themselves and to their own healing process. And we do this in a very, very passive way, right? Like it's, it's like a sort of passive inspiration almost where people can see what we're doing and they can say, okay, well, I can do that too, right? Like we kind of just feed off of this energy and it's a healing energy and it comes from within and we pass that along in ways where we're able to show up differently in a, in a more integrated and compassionate and empathetic way and that only comes with self-exploration and self-discovery and a, and a commitment to self-healing. So... um. And I think that there's this sort of idea or dichotomy almost of wellness versus perfection. And um, when, we, when we take on a, a journey to, to be well and to experience wellness in our lives, we feel good. Like we feel like we're doing good things for ourselves. And I think a lot of times, and I experience this for sure, Um, And especially as a Reiki practitioner, again, like I feel sometimes like I need to be perfect and completely healed in order to not dip into imposter syndrome and say, oh gosh, how could I possibly offer my healing services to others when I'm not even healed myself? Like, what am I doing? This isn't right. I'm totally an imposter. And that's not true. That's a narrative. That's a story. That's a I'm not enough fear-based thing talking. And it isn't the truth, right? Like, because nobody is ever going to be fully healed. Um, You know, it's just, it's part of the human condition that the journey usually lasts our whole life and we can always find something. But we can we can move through it with a lot of grace and it does get easier once we know what we're looking for right so we're not on a journey towards perfection not at all like that's a it's a completely um effervescent or not effervescent but like it's a it's a notion that we just can't grasp like it it will we'll reach for it and we'll think we have it and then all of a sudden like it's moved another two feet right like we'll chase it our whole lives. And that's really not what the healing journey is about. It's about taking steps towards wellness. And there are different ways and tools to use on a wellness journey, right? Like perfection is demanding uh, demanding results and demanding big, uh, big, big results, right? Like, and that's like, there's nothing that we can do to ever satisfy that that quota per se, right? Like, and when we take a wellness journey, we're taking the commitment to add practices and tools into our lives that bring us towards a more healthy and whole and healed state. And those practices can look 
and feel differently depending on what they are. I mean, there's the physical practice of yoga. There's also the spiritual component of yoga and both will bring you very far, right? And there is all different types and ways to meditate. And somatic meditation is just one of many and somatic meditation is what is offered here. And I work with somatics in my practice and um, then there's also um, different ways to work with our psychology and you can do all different kinds of um, practices with that. Like you can use therapy, you can attend a women's healing circle, you can um, do your own stuff, you can go to partner tantra, like there, there are just so many different things and they'll take you definitely very far. They'll take you as far and as deep as you allow them to. And that's a really amazing thing because it's it's self-directed. Even though we're not always calling the shots for what happens in those containers, we're still showing up and we're allowing. And by doing that, we are directing ourselves and we're saying, I want to channel my healing in this way right now. So if I'm at a yoga class, I'm probably focusing on healing my body and opening it and expanding it and getting into places that are otherwise kind of hard to reach for me, right? And so by showing up and being on my mat and setting an intention and dedicating that time, I am saying to my physical body, I'm giving you time and space to do some healing work. And then there are other practices around this that are going to support this work, right? And so it's one practice isn't necessarily going to be a one size fits all. And that's because we're not just our bodies. We're not just our energy. We're not just our spirits and we're not just our emotions and our minds. So we have to make sure that we touch on all these different parts of us and then we integrate them into a whole complete um, version of ourselves, right? And then that's the version that moves forward into the future. And um, so that's really what I think is important to understand about this journey that we're on is that we're not trying to get anywhere. We're not trying to work um, work towards any particular goal per se. I mean, if you want to set goals for yourself along the way, I would just encourage them to be um, loving and compassionate and not, not, not set out of the desire to be healed fully immediately or perfect or rid of all your issues and insecurities or anything like that because ultimately like it's not going to go that way and we may think that we're going to work through one portion of our healing process and we may get sucked into something else right along the way like sometimes things have somewhat of a waterfall effect we tap into one thing and then we find out oh my goodness there's like four other things here for me and I want to take the time while I'm here to to get into them and so if we put ourselves on a timeline we attach we attach outcomes to it and we don't want to attach outcomes to this because this is an outcome-based work. This is restorative work. This is coming home to the self work and this is unveiling and unmasking and channeling all of our healing energy that we have and that we wish to strengthen over our lifetime. And 
that's really not something that's outcome based because it's already there. We're just we're just working in a way that allows that to come up and come out and be unleashed. And that's what we're trying to not we are trying, we are doing. That's what we are doing when we commit to our wellness healing journey, right? And I think um wellness is a really good way of looking at it because it doesn't when we talk about wellness practices, we don't necessarily associate that with healing and vice versa. And so when we talk about a wellness and healing journey, we can incorporate all of the things that move us forward, right? Food and diet, that's also a big part of the healing journey, right? Like, especially if we have a physical illness that we're looking to manage or heal, like diet can make a huge difference, right? And self-guided how we nourish ourselves is uh, a healing thing to do right and how we consume our food and what we consume is part of um, our ability to heal ourselves and be our own healers so it's kind of a little bit of a radical idea especially in the west where we do a lot of doctoring and we have a pretty heavy reliance on um, the pharmacy to give us what we're seeking and we have um, a huge trust in doctors and the medical system to fix what ails us and I'm not saying that you should stop doctoring or you shouldn't take medicine ever but I am saying that when we put our trust in other things we take the trust away from ourselves right like and as long as we're being conscious about where we put our trust and how we put our trust we're not taking away from our own innate healing power right like it's okay to say like yeah I trust that my body is able to heal and um it's also okay to say like and I'm also going to trust that I need to get rest tonight and I have this pounding sore neck ache and I'm going to use uh, ibuprofen to help my body get the rest that it needs in order to heal more fully, right? So there's a difference between just blindly relying on um, outside agents, let's call them, to heal us um, rather than taking responsibility back inside and saying, my body can do this, I'm going to support it in any way that I can, and um, it's it's going to work out for my highest good, right? Or if it's a mind issue, like, my mind can do this with the support of my spirit and my body, and um, I'm going to support it in every way that I can, right? And so, that's really what I'm driving at. And it's really not necessarily that we're turning towards doctors or um, medicines. It can also be that we're turning towards others to fix what we feel may be broken. And while it is true that we do a tremendous amount of healing in relationship and particularly in romantic relationship, it's also still an inside job always. Like our partner, our friends, those people are never going to have the ability to get in ourselves and, f- and fix or um, create the path to the healing journey. Only we can do that. And they can, they can show us what we need to heal by mirroring us 
or um, they can give us loving feedback about where they see um, some things about us that we may need to be working on, right? And we can choose to receive those and go deep with ourselves with them, right? But ultimately, healing is an inside job. And when we take on the the role as a self-healer and we give ourselves the power of being a self-healer and we release the or unleash the innate ability that we all have to heal ourselves we really step into our own power in a big way and things start to shift and we understand that we are embodying something that we probably hadn't realized that we even had before and we're tapping this whole new energy inside of us that's always been there and now that it's flowing through us amazing things can happen right like it was it was dormant somewhere it was cooped up and once we unlock it 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 flows and things change and shift and it's for the better and our body is able to come into an aligned position much quicker right and we're able to repel illness and repel um, negative thoughts because we have this healing energy that is a higher vibration and it keeps those things away because higher vibration attracts higher vibration, right? Like on a quantum level. So um, it's really important to know that you have this power and not compare your power to others, not compare your progress to others. This is your unique journey and everyone is on their own unique journey and when we come together and we share about our journey um, just witnessing each other without any judgment or comparison is so so important right because committing to the work in any way be it in a big way or or a smaller way is still a commitment right and it's still to be praised and it's still empowering and you're still doing something so beautiful and important for yourself so That's what I want to say about self-healing and being a self-healer. So unleash, intentionally unleash your inner healer and see what that feels like. And we're going to get into that in the meditation. So I will see you there. Welcome to your somatic meditation practice. This one is going to be about channeling healing energy. And as always, if you're not in a position to be meditative, or you just want to use this as a way to fuel some inspiration on the topic rather than focus on what I'm saying, that's totally okay. This is your practice and you are so welcome to do with it whatever you like. You can always come back to it too at a later time and revisit. So um, the mantra that we are going to work with today is, I trust that my body has all it needs to heal itself. So let's start by settling into ourselves. Take a long inhalation. Try to draw it out to the count of four. Then hold for four. Release for four. And stay empty for four. 
This is called box breathing. And I would encourage you to repeat this five times with intentional focus on the breath. After that, you are welcome to return to your normal breathing rhythm. Settle into your body and send it a warm thank you for being here, taking you through this life on this physical plane. Begin to visualize a place that you have been to that has felt soothing, healing, and restorative, and take yourself there. Maybe it's a beach somewhere, or the shores of a lake. Maybe it's a particular building like a library, a yoga studio, someone's home, maybe your own home. It could be outdoors, or it could be your bathtub. Wherever you find restoration and regeneration, invite yourself to be there now. Welcome in the sensations that move through your body while you are there. Take notice of them. Perhaps they are strong or quite subtle. Pay attention to the signals that the body is giving to tell you that it is finding healing and rest in this place. Repeat the mantra, I trust that my body has all it needs to heal itself. Feel into that truth. Observe what the embodiment of trust and self-trust feels like. You are your own healer. You have everything you need within. Deepen the breath, releasing anything that may feel heavy or in the way of reaching restorative balance. You can choose to repeat, I am my own healer, as a variation of the mantra, or return to the full mantra, I trust that my body has all it needs to heal itself. Let the restorative sensations of where you are and your own healing power wash over you for as long as you like. And when you are ready, be invited to come back to the presence. for reflection for your week Um, if you have a journaling practice or are starting a journaling practice you might uh, write these questions down and try to answer them for yourself and just see what comes up for you you can also discuss them with people in your surroundings or online at a meeting Um, I would just ask that if you share it with others to please mention the podcast and give credit to the work that's being done here that's 
um, a beautiful thing for me and also um, it sends out your own gratitude for things that are helpful so that's amazing so thank you in advance Um, so some of the questions that I have are where have I given healing power to or to whom what are my thoughts about being my own healer am I resistant to this intrigued by it where have there been times in my life when I have shown my ability to heal myself have I realized that I have done this for myself what are my thoughts on working towards wellness as a healing practice as a healer do I feel the need for perfection in order to be an effective healer so just take them and do whatever feels right with these questions, right? Like we can take them into our bodies and feel our way through our responses and just get curious about them. And it is so beautiful to offer ourselves our own power, right? And we definitely have this healing power because we are connected to nature. And nature is innately able to adjust and balance and create and recreate and destroy also and destroying is not always a bad thing we want to destroy things that harm us and nature does a really wonderful job of showing the way and we are part of nature we are all made of the same energetic material that the trees and the animals and the plants are so um, that's a truth that's a quantum truth and you know you can sit with that for a little bit but just know that you know you're part of this cosmos whether you like it or not but I hope that you will learn to embrace that about yourself because it truly is a beautiful gift to be a part of this divine cosmos that we are in so um be your own healer whatever that means to you wherever you are on your healing journey and just know that everything that you need is inside of you and when you give your body the trust that it needs in order to do its best in its healing work you are giving it the best medicine it could ever hope to have or experience and you knowing your deep truth about your healing capacity is also medicine so take that feel that in your body and try to um, see where that leads you and as always do your best I see you doing your best I'm doing my best you're not alone We are all in this together and we all have a healing journey individually and collectively and the more that we heal ourselves, the more we heal our world. So take that into consideration and take it into your week and don't underestimate your own personal power. I will hope to see you back next week and I'm excited to be doing so and until then, stay well. Be well and journey on.